Welcome to Women With Books. I'm your host, author Lindsay Emery. Hi guys, happy summer. Welcome to my first solo episode in a while. I just wanted to do this quickie episode. Um, first I wanted to talk about a few things in the intro and then we'll get into uh, some book discussion here in a second. But I uh, felt like I needed to kind of do some office administration type thing. So I'm wrapping up what I call season two of this podcast. And hasn't it been awesome? I was just telling someone the other day that every episode I do is my favorite. Honestly, I get off um, the phone, quote unquote, with um, whoever I'm interviewing. And I literally always say, that person's my new best friend. That was a great conversation. That's my new favorite. Um, So yeah, I mean, I love that I can still have the enthusiasm for every single thing that I bring to you. And that's um, kind of one of my personal goals is to keep having fun with all of this. Um, I've got a few more episodes to come out this month. Hopefully I will get them in the production queue and then I'll be taking a short break. Um, It's summertime. I've got I've got deadlines and um, golly, uh, traveling. I'll be at RWA Nationals in Denver next month in July. I can't believe it's already here. Um, And then, but in the background, as always, I'm constantly planning, constantly talking to people, constantly contacting them about women with books. So um, yeah, I'm planning that in the background. So this means as I prepare for season three, this means this is your chance. Let me know. Who do you want to talk to? Who do you want to hear from? Who do you want me to talk to? <laughs> uh, what kinds of books do you want me to talk about? Uh, seriously, reach out at um, womenwithbooks.com or Facebook, my email. It's all out there. Um, and and let me know. What, what would you like to see from the podcast coming up? Because I've got ideas. I've already probably got over 12 Uh, potential guests and books and and directions and things I want to try but I want to know from you because that is you know who I'm here for Um, but thank you thank you for supporting the podcast it's really as I keep saying it's really grown far beyond my wildest dreams and I'm not gonna lie it probably takes more time than I thought it would uh, so again, you, you might see some changes coming in the next few months. I might play with um, when I release things or how long the interviews are. Um, like I said, I'm on deadline for my next book and I am um, promotion for my next uh, release, The Royal Runaway, is um, ramping up. That new book is coming out October 9th, 2018 from Gallery Books. Uh, review copies are up on NetGalley and Edelweiss. Edelweiss, if you are a reviewer who would like to get a sneak peek, so feel free to go on over there. And you know what? I just had the genius idea. I have, I think I'm going to do a little giveaway sometime this summer. Um, I need to plan this out because I just thought of it. Um, I'll do a giveaway for uh, advanced copy of the royal runaway but you have to be a subscriber of women with books newsletter to do it so subscribe uh to that to my newsletter i always say it's it's pretty fun and pretty awesome and it's 
short, sweet, and full of content. So go ahead and subscribe if you want to get in on that action. I have some other books I'm going to be giving away too. Um, because you know what? Y'all are my people. I need to give y'all some of my some of my books. Um, but again, thank you for your support, your your moral support, your listening. I see the numbers of the listeners rising all the time. Um, and if you'd like to support the podcast in other ways, the number one best way is for you to leave me a review. I can't emphasize that enough. As I've said before, it really does make a difference. Um, I'm still a little scarred by that time that a New York Times bestselling author turned me down because uh, she said I didn't have enough reviews. Oh, see, it just, it hurts. It hurts, y'all. Go and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and um, show that author, who is, I'm sure, a lovely person, but show her that we are beloved here. (laughs) We have a community and um, that people want to keep coming back to it. Uh, the number two best way to support this show is to buy me a coffee, K-O-F-I. Um, it's a more casual, more fun, more cool version of Patreon. Uh, as I said in my, I guess it was my last episode, uh, it took me a while to kind of figure out how I wanted that kind of support to look and feel for me, but um Yeah, I'll put that link down there. You send me a couple bucks for my virtual coffee, and I feel energized to keep going with this podcast. And the number three best way to support this podcast is to sponsor it. (sighs) So that's a tricky thing, isn't it? I um, just wanted to briefly say, talk about that with my readers, because or my readers, my listeners, my audience, because I wanted to be, I just like being completely upfront about these things. I've gotten requests from the beginning, and I just, again, like the Patreon, I just wasn't sure how I wanted to handle it or if I wanted to do it, because, you know, I didn't want to just open up a podcast that I'm working really hard on that... Um, my guests um, are depending on for certain things. I didn't want it just to be like, and here's a commercial for Chillos. Also, I would be open to Chillo sponsorship. But anyway, um, <laughs> I say that. All right. Um, you know, just something random. I didn't want to just like throw in commercials for things that y'all didn't care about or I didn't care about. I'm, I'm trying to be intentional about everything I do here. Um but as time has gone on, as I said, uh, things are growing, things are changing, um, things are getting bigger, and I have decided that I will open up a few sponsorship ac- opportunities if it makes sense for my readers and for the sponsor. And I promise y'all I will never, you know, sell out <laughs> or push too much stuff in because your time is valuable. You care about books. You care about reading and you care about learning and so I'm not just going to throw a bunch of stuff in there just to grab the dollar and but I'm I'm open to it (laughs) I'm open to other ways that um, we can all grow the podcast together so if if you are out there and you are interested in sponsoring women with books if you think your audience and mine are a good fit uh, please reach out um, and we can talk about it I'm having those discussions now so jump on the ball y'all for season three coming up soon 
All right, now the subject of today's episode is, drum roll, the 2018 Women with Books Summer Reading Challenge. It is on my blog, if you want to go there and read along, lindsayemory.com forward slash blog. I got this idea because I don't know about you guys, but just a few weeks ago, or in the past few weeks, I don't know if it's school letting out or people starting to go on vacations or road trips, but all of a sudden there's been just question after question after question on Facebook, on other social media. What's a good book to read? Quick, I need to download something. I'm jumping on a plane for Kentucky or Paris or going on a cruise. What what should I be reading? And every time that happens, I, I really do try to go, okay, I know that person. This is what they like. And I try to fit something to them. I could be wrong. I could be right. But it did get me thinking, like, everyone's looking for a good book to read. And let's kind of make it a challenge. I thought I would provide a bunch of recommendations. Um, if you go to my blog, I'll put this all up on my social media. Women with Books Summer Reading Challenge. Basically, I came up with eight categories that I thought would probably cover most females who are looking for a good book to read this summer. There'd be something for everyone in these categories. Um, it's not going to, it's not a competition, y'all. I'm not keeping track. You don't have to submit your books to me any place, although that would be cool. I, you know, as always, if you're on my newsletter or if you're on a Facebook group, or Facebook page, just, you know, hey, this is what I'm reading. I loved it. This is a cool recommendation. I would love to hear that. Um, but otherwise, this is just kind of something fun for you to do, maybe with uh, your friends, put it on social media. Hey, I checked off this, you know, part of the challenge. It would be great. Um, but I thought I would just go through all eight of the categories. So I did, I know a lot of times I don't put, um, the links anymore up on womenwithbooks.com for books because it just takes a lot of time and I usually direct you all to the Goodreads lists that I keep and I might put these on there too I haven't decided but right now I have links to all of the books I'm about to recommend and all of the resources on my blog once again lindsayemory.com forward slash blog and I'll be putting a link directly to this blog post in the show notes so you can go straight there and look at the links the lists and uh, see if there's anything there that strikes your fancy. So let's get started. I'm basically just going to go through the first category. Of course, the first category I put in was a royal book. Um, we've spent a couple of months here on the podcast talking about different, um, uh, about the royal wedding uh, between Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, now the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. And I had uh, four authors on the podcast this spring, Alyssa Cole, Terry Wilson, Geneva Lee, and the Fug Girls, aka um, Jessica Morgan and Heather Cox, uh, authors of The Royal We. And so I put all of their books down on the list. Of course, you can pick any other royal book to satisfy this challenge category. Um, my upcoming book, if you <laughs> win that copy, that would be fine. Um, you know, and there's so many others. And you know what? Put a nonfiction book in there. There's some great nonfiction books about um, 
you know, Queen Victoria or Eleanor of Aquitaine. I don't know. Just thinking outside the box, y'all. It doesn't always have to be fiction or always have to be romance around here. We are omnivores. The second cat, the next category that I put is a book with a cover that has a beach picture on it. Um, because in my lightning round in Women With Books, I always ask people if they prefer a book with abs on the cover or a beach scene. So I thought, you know what, summertime, let's pick a book with a beach scene on it. Um, and actually, it, it, it kind of got harder than I thought it would. Because um, a lot of things you think are beach scene books are actually like beach houses or beach chairs. Um, but that 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 counts too, if you wanted to count. So I put um, Christy Woodson Harvey, a former guest. Uh, her Peachtree Bluff series both have beaches on them. All the Breaking Waves by Carrie Lonsdale, another former guest. Um, she, I think almost... All of her books have a woman on the beach on them. I might be wrong about that. And then I put um, Island of Sweet Pies and Soldiers by Sarah Ackerman on there. Um, that's got the most gorgeous cover. It looks like a vintage tropical vacation poster or postcard. Um, you know, the kind that have been like painted. They took a picture in black and white and then they painted something on it. Oh, it's so gorgeous. And that book, you guys, I haven't talked about it on the podcast, but um, I've recommended it all over the place. It's Island of Sweet Pies and Soldiers. It's a World War II historical women's fiction that has um, it's set in Hawaii. So it's a little bit different from all the other women, um, World War II women's fiction books out there. Um, but it's it's fascinating and it's just up my alley. It has a little bit of mystery, a little bit of romance, a little bit of family and friendship, um, history about um, World War II in Hawaii and the Japanese internments and the Pacific War. And I just, I, I've been praising this book all over the place. So hey, Sarah Ackerman, if you're out there, come on the podcast sometime. I might be sending you an email actually now that I think about it. All right. So in the next category I have is I kind of briefly talked about this. New to you genre. Pick a genre you don't normally read before. Uh, don't normally read. Branch out the summer. Um, it's the perfect time. You know, go to the library. Pick something you don't have to buy because you might you don't know if you're gonna like it or not. You might like it. You might love it. You might hate it. But at least you tried, right? Um, I know this podcast is has mainly focused on romance and women's fiction. But I have always meant it to touch readers of every genre, as long as the books are for, by, or about women. So um, I'm going to give some recommendations here. Uh, you know, try a mystery. Try uh, Deanna Rayborn's Victorian ones. Um, Veronica Speedwell or the Lady Julia Gray uh, mystery series are both excellent, excellent, excellent. I also... Uh, really love and recommend all the time Gigi Pandian's Treasure Hunt Mysteries. They're super fun, super quick. Um, they're kind of like if Indiana Jones was a youngish um, woman from the Bay Area. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm totally not doing that justice. Uh, I've got, like I said, I got a link. Got a link on the blog. Go check them out. They're just really fun. Great, great, great vacation reads. Um, fantasy. 
It's something I've been dipping my toe more and more into, so I have two recommendations there. The new series, or any of books, um, by Jeffy Kennedy, but she has a new series coming out starting this June, I think. Or uh, Elle Penelope's uh, series, which I think might lean more towards young adult. I read it. I didn't think it was, but... Um, but I think it might be marketed that way. I don't know. I'm not an expert in these things. But yeah, one of those. Um, we briefly touched on it too, historical women's fiction. Uh, one of my best picks from last year that I absolutely loved, I still fixate on it now, is uh, The Alice Network by Kate Quinn. Um, you could also try another genre like paranormal romance or urban fantasy. Uh, both of those I have been long-time favorites of mine. I, I just always have to have a paranormal or urban fantasy um, book in my rotation. Just, it's great escapism. Uh, I love the Shadow Chaser series by Sericia Glass, um, which is kind of, I don't even know how to describe it. I was going to say it's not, it's not vampires. It's, it's, it's just this whole it's a whole new world. You just have to try it. Or anything by um, my all-time favorite author, Alona Andrews. So um, she's got, or they have, um, kind of a vampire series, Kate Daniels. It's coming to close. They've got a new series. It's kind of a spinoff on that. Um, the Hidden Legacy series, which is pretty much the it's it's the pinnacle. It's it's everything. I love it. I've reread it. And if you go look at those reviews, it's like thousands of people giving it a five-star review. And for good reason. I, I don't normally gush that much over books, but I will do it for that series. Um, my next category would be book. Pick a book from a former Women With Books guest. Again, I've been uh, already recommending those all over the place. It's all in the blog post. But if, you know, the ones I just pulled out really at random. I'm not trying to like play favorites here. Um, go back, look at womenwithbooks.com and just kind of scroll through all those authors and, and pick something from one of them. Um, yeah. Uh, my next category would be a diverse slash inclusive read. We use both of those terms. Uh, they mean different things, but basically try and find a book by a author who is, um, an author of color or a disabled author or um, LGBT author, something that, you know, might be overlooked by the mainstream um, publishing because um, those books don't always get the recognition they deserve. Um, it's really important to me as a reader, an author, and a podcast host to promote and recommend books by all type of authors. Um, we need more diverse thought in this country. And as you might have already noticed, I don't know. Um, Many of the recommendations I'm making on this episode include authors of color, but if you still are like, huh, I want to look at more, I want to find more, um, I've given two links on my blog post um, of places you can start to, to go look for those. Uh, my next category is debut author. Now, this can be kind of hard because the normal reader is not always caught up in who is a debut author? It can be really hard these days because they don't have like a shiny red D on their forehead. 
<laughs> they are professionals and they look professional and they have a great cover. And so you can't really tell, you know, who's the newbie in this space. Um, I've been blessed enough that we have featured four debut authors on women's books. So if you want to start there, I've given um, the links to Alexa Daria's debut, Take the Lead, Kate Claiborne's debut, Beginner's Luck, Jasmine Guillory's debut, The Wedding Date, and Madame de Boudoir's debut, King of the Sea. Um, but if you know other debut authors, go ahead, go find them. Um, you know, maybe even just do a Google debut authors 2018 i'm sure someone out there has made a fantastic list and um yeah discover and support them you know it's really really hard i say it from someone who's been there and not too long ago um debuts are just hard they're nerve-wracking you you're out there in the world for the first time and no one knows who you are and your book is can be just as amazing as you know elisa claypass or nora roberts but until people start finding you, you know, you can't, um, it's just hard. So go support a debut author this summer. All right. The next category I wanted to put on the challenge was a book that inspired a movie or TV show. And this is just something that I like to do. I know not everyone does, but I do like reading books that will be or have already been interpreted for the screen. Um, it's, you know, I, I don't feel bad if I can say later, oh, I like the movie better. I like the book better. I think it's an interesting exercise to go do that and, and to see the choices they made, why, why you leave stuff out, why you put stuff in. Um, you know, The Hunger Games, I thought was a really interesting adaptation for different reasons. I thought Ready Player One was an uh, interesting adaptation. So um, if that kind of appeals to you or, you know, you just want to be in the know and be that person at the water cooler who, um, who has, oh yes, I've already read that book. You know, if you just want to be that person, just pick a, pick one of those for your, uh, summer reading challenge. I gave, um, three recommendations, um, Big Little Lies by Leanne Moriarty, Crazy Rich Asians by Kevin Kwan, which is coming out in a movie, I think this August of 2018. So um, I cannot wait for the trailers look so over the top and fun. Um, or as I already mentioned, Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. That was a really fun one. Um, and it's got a lot of, um, I think women I know who were dipping their toes into kind of sci-fi with that book. Um, so that might also uh, qualify you for a genre that you don't normally read category and um then i've also got for my last category uh i picked the category is a book with a pretty dress on the cover and so i like i said I, in the lightning round i always ask people what do you prefer abs or the beach scene on the cover and i do that for reasons because those are pretty distinct genre differentials um you know they they usually say that the books are pretty different um but my favorite type of cover is a book um a cover with a pretty dress on it and i've put three i had to put them in the blog post you have to go over and look um i put three in here because i just once you see this graphic you'll you'll see what i mean you just want to frame it and um put it in your boudoir to 
to gain inspiration from. Uh, I picked I picked The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I have recommended this to many, many people, um, professionally and personally, and everyone I know has really enjoyed it. It's a great vacation read. Um, the next one would be Next Year in Havana by Chanel Clayton, and I also just love this cover. It's so evocative of what the book is, um, and I love the book because as a Latin American studies major myself, um, learning about Cuba is just, is just my catnip. A, and then the third one I picked is A Bollywood Affair by Sonali Deb. And I think the cover I picked was actually, I don't think it was the original cover or maybe it was like the paperback cover. I'm not really sure, but, um, she always has beautiful covers that are so evocative of the culture that she's writing about. So, um, this is a, a beautiful teal sari and there's, um, Mendy tattoos and bracelets. Oh, and a peacock feather. And it's just oh, so gorgeous. You will love it. So, you know, pick one of those three or, you know, go find a different one. Um, so it's almost like another totally subgenre of book covers. Um, you know, anything Victorian usually has a beautiful dress on it too. <laughs> like, like Deanna Rayburn's, um, Lady Julia Gray series. So they really usually go all out for those. Um, so yeah, those are the, the eight categories for the 2008 Women with Books Summer Reading Challenge. And I'd love to hear what you pick or what you're reading, what you would recommend. And, um, you know, we'll, I'll, try and catch up and check in a few times this summer um, on social media or you know on another podcast so let me know and um, you know and if you're if you're having a slump <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about this but I'll go ahead because you know it's my podcast um, I've been talking to people recently about it's well it's just come up like people was telling me I'm in a reading slump or so-and-so recommended this book to me. I just can't get into it. And it's often, people often kind of sound guilty that they are in this situation, especially if they're longtime readers or reviewers. They, they feel bad about it. And I, I just want to urge you, if you're, you've ever been there, don't feel bad about this. Reading is a pleasure. It is a privilege, but it's mostly a pleasure it's it shouldn't be a duty and you know we all go through it I really do believe that sometimes you know what you need to read is is deep in your subconscious it's almost like a vitamin deficiency <laughs> you know you see these things like well if you if you're craving x food it's because you're deficient in this and yeah maybe books are like that too maybe you're craving something a slow burn something really um that takes you to another world or maybe you're craving something that that has a big plot heavy high stakes you know um, maybe you're craving nonfiction, and you don't know that until you go through a couple books and just can't get into them you know and that's fine put them away don't feel bad about it they're still there waiting for you um, you've got a library full of books just go through and see see what is calling to you I I don't talk about the books I don't finish um, because I don't want anyone to read into it. I don't, it's not, 
it wasn't a failure of that book. It wasn't a failure of that author. It just wasn't what I needed that day. I can't tell you how many times I've picked up, there's one book in particular, which I'm not even going to say right now because I would never, ever, ever want that author to hear it and think that there was something wrong with it. Because this is why. Because I picked up that book three, four times. People were telling me how much they loved it. I kept picking up, eh, 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 I don't want to do it. I don't want to read it. I didn't know why. And I wasn't going to like make anyone feel bad about it. And then a couple weeks ago, I was going out to the pool with my kids and I picked it up and I could not put it down. So what was it? Was I in a different place? Was my brain in a healthier or dysfunctional state? <laughs> was I just needing like a different form of relaxation all those other times? Um, maybe. Maybe, but I'm, I'm not going to talk about that because it's unprofessional or because I would hate, like I said, I would hate for any other author to feel like their book didn't cut for some reason um, because I would hate hearing that about mine too. Um, but I would just say there's no guilt in that. You can put things away. You can put it down. You can do not finish um, and pick up something new. And that's what I hope this challenge, um, if you've been in a slump, Go through the categories of this challenge and be like, oh, maybe what I need is a new genre. Maybe what I need is a book with a pretty dress on the front. Because, <laughs> you know, maybe you just need a different direction and, and then you'll unlock whatever it is that your heart was looking for all this time. Um, so... That is my solo episode. It feels a little weird. I feel like I need to be um, asking someone some more questions. Uh, but yeah, I will be coming back soon with uh, two more interviews. <laughs> so it's not going to be just me. Um, but please, y'all, leave a review. Um, send me a note. Tell me what you're wanting for next season. And um, until then, next time, keep reading.